Hi everyone, welcome back to Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. Isn't this an exciting time, Phelan? Yes, I feel so charmed. <laughs> um, <laughs> we watched... Ooh, started over. Some, something <laughs> fell over, it scared me. <laughs> I was scared because Charmed was so good. Uh, <laughs> uh, we watched episode uh, four of season one, Exercise Your Demons. Get on the treadmill and watch some HGTV. Ooh, support women. <laughs> That's what they do in Elder <laughs> at their Elder headquarters. <laughs> uh, there was a lot going on. When this started, I wasn't sure if there would be a lot going on in the episode. I'm like, oh, okay, this is... And then, like, then they started getting into some stuff. And like, okay, I think we got some things to talk about. Yeah. What are your overall thoughts about this episode? Mixed. I like that the main plot of it is them wanting to save someone, but there is a lot of groan-worthy moments in this episode, too. Yeah, I feel there was a lot of groaners in there, but like overall, uh, I, I thought their hearts were in the right place, and it was a good yeah. way to go about this. I mean, especially when you compare it to how ghoulish they were in, in the original Charmed, the fact that uh, they had such a focus on saving people. Yeah, they were the original Charmed ones would have blown Angela up like in a second. <laughs> or like, you know, especially the elder coming by and giving them those knives, they'd be like, Woo! Like Piper would be already like stabbing her the second that was in her hand. Like, ah! Do I have to stab her myself? I got some things to do. I gotta get on the treadmill. Uh I was very confused by the elder mythology here um i i guess yeah. before we get into it uh, I'll, I'll a brief description of this episode um they meet the elders and well they meet an elder and they figure out how they're going to exercise angela and the elders want to kill her and they want to save her that's mm. uh the overall plot of this and when we meet the elder uh her name's charity <laughs> <laughs> She's kind of um, a dick. This is... <laughs> <laughs> the elders are dicks. <laughs> yeah, the elders are dicks remains true. Um, but they use this to the story's advantage. You know, they think that she's really nice. And then she comes out and says they got to kill Angela and they want to come up with a different solution to this. Yeah, I like she pretends to be a home renovator. And like Maggie asks her, like, oh, do you actually do home renovations? <laughs> Is Maggie an idiot? I'm like, just curious. Like, she, she seemed like a total moron. Yeah. Man, that was so stupid. They find out Maggie signed all their souls over to the Dark Lord just to get in the fraternity. That Maggie. I thought it was a good idea. I don't understand. <laughs> the part I was confused about with the Elders, they... Explain what the elders are. Did you catch this? They said the elders yeah. are senior witches? Yeah, they're just old witches, I guess. That witches that have survived for a while. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, though. Because they're... Are they white lighters as well? Yeah, I don't understand. I... Are, are they dead? Does that mean that all of the charmed ones are half white lighter? <laughs> like, I'm very confused about this new addition to the mythos. <laughs> Because they, they find out their mom was an elder. Right. Is she supposed to be super old, too? <laughs> yeah. Maybe she has many illegitimate children. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, like, all they're saying is the elders are just senior witches, so, like, maybe they aren't any different. I don't know. Yeah, but 
they're called like there are white lighters. That's what mm-hmm. Harry is, and he's clearly something different, and he's supposed to help right. witches, so he's indicated as a different entity. Also, yeah. he died at some point and came back. I mean, is that the same with the elders? Like, is their mom going to come back, or what? what's the deal there? No, I just think white lighters are a different thing, and elders are just old witches, I guess. That, like, control the white light? Are the white lighters, like, their slaves or something, or <laughs> What is this? It's all right, because, like, white lighters are just stupid men. <laughs> it's like it's like they're Amazons, right? All the elders are women, and the men have to serve them. <laughs> <laughs> like, at one point, like, Harry's explaining something, because, like, they were confused about finding out their mother was an elder, and he's like, well, I told you that, and... Then, like, Charity mutes him for no reason. And she's like, got him. Stupid man, am I right, girls? Stupid light whiter. White man keeping us down, am I right? (laughs) You pointed this out, that their mom has been in three of the four episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you give us some time to miss her, please? Yeah, really. She's just always around. It's just a flashback in this one, but yeah, it's still like, yeah, she's been around more than she hasn't still. Like, come on, show. They start with that flashback to like Mm -hmm. six months ago when Angela goes to their mom and Mel and is asking for advice about uh, going to the police about harassment from that Mr. Freeze demon. And I thought... That this would be maybe like a framing device in the episode, like it would be our chance to get to know Angela, to care a little bit more about like the person behind the demon. Uh But that doesn't happen. Like we don't get any more flashbacks or anything like that. Like it, it is part of the story, but it still feels like we're missing something here. I also thought it was really weird, like, at one point, um, Nico and her partner come by and ask, you know, the Charmed Ones about Angela, you know, last being seen at their Halloween party and stuff, and they do that silly TV bad lying alibi crap. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, yeah, um, we feel really bad what happened with all what's happened to her. It's just like, (laughs) well, why don't they have any genuine emotions in regards to that? Because at this point, they do know, like, what happened with Angela and Mr. Freeze. And they don't know if she's savable. So possibly she just had a really bad time like this last, like, however long this has been going on. And then then they might have to kill her on yeah. top of that. So Well, and they could have used her second disappearance as a parallel to her being taken over by this demon. You know, like, oh, it's a shame what happened to her and they feel sad about that. Versus mm-hmm. everyone else thinking, you know, like, oh, this girl's disappeared. Yeah. It, it did answer your question from last time, though. Like, isn't anyone going to notice that Angela's missing? And they do, because Nico and her partner, McHandsome, Trip, uh, both show up. Trip. Trip. <laughs> he must have been there before. I feel like maybe, yeah. like, he just kind of faded into well, the background with a bunch of other... It was a long road for him getting from there to here. <laughs> Captain, I think that Angela girl's... <laughs> I think something's up with her. Shut up, Trip. I better get in my underwear and investigate. (laughs) (laughs) That's all he did. That's all he did. This guy did more than the trip on Enterprise ever did. (laughs) He did a very similar thing and died. (laughs) 
<laughs> There's one part where he's like um, tailing them. And they, like, get into their vehicle and then make it disappear. And, like, you pointed out, it's like, it was lucky they made it disappear as he's, like, looking down at his phone for a second. Yeah, that was some real luck there. Otherwise, like, what the what the fuck are they going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, you know, we were going on about, like, there was the 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 mystery. Is Nico the new Andy or the new Daryl? Uh, this confirms mm. she is the new Daryl. Yeah. Because the new Andy is Trip. Because he did. Yeah. We knew that Nico was the new Daryl all along. Like, we were always behind her as the new Daryl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as soon as he <laughs> died, it was like, there you go, that's your Andy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the biggest laugh. When yeah. uh, they have the exorcism, and he shows up with his gun, mm-hmm. and the flying debris hits him, but they don't show it. Just no. cut to him with a comical pipe <laughs> prop on top of him, uh. <laughs> dead hilarious yeah we're both cracking up (laughs) and that's supposed to be a big moment like Mm -hmm. that's the first time they've really like lost someone during a battle right like they've saved everyone else at least when they're there yeah i think so so that's like their first big loss and someone who meant something to nico so it's supposed to be a little more personal she's all like (laughs) oh man oh man (laughs) he didn't want to know Bad army. I got I got hit by a pipe, Captain. I don't know if I'm gonna make it, Captain. You're definitely not. Beam him into space. <laughs> we'll put his underwear at half mast. <laughs> oh boy. Then Nico, like at the end, saying like, "Oh yeah, and now um, they think he committed all these crimes." Yeah, the, the elders framed him for the murders. <laughs> That, that was a good chuckle, too. Yeah. Like, oh, Trip was history's greatest monster. <laughs> well, you know, it's about women supporting women, not women supporting men. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was the other biggest laugh. Uh, that was some silly moment. Mel's got this, um, she's got a personal stake in this. Because mm-hmm. as we revealed in the flashback, she was the one who helped convince Angela to press charges which led to her overdosing and led to her going into the coma. And so she feels like this is partially her fault, the reason she's in this predicament. So she wants to get the demon out of her. Which I like all that part, but I feel like they don't feel very emotionally connected until they're talking about saving her. Like, I feel like they should be broken up more when they're looking at this person they knew as this demonic thing chained into their attic. Definitely. They, They just feel like so cavalier about it first. That yeah. kind of bugged me. It definitely does seem like um, scenes are emotionally disconnected from each other. Mm-hmm. When she is fighting with the elder Charity about this, uh, Charity's like, hey, so this harbinger is going to kill a bunch of people. You can't save Angela. Kill her and you'll be saving all these other people. Like it's one person versus all of them. You got to do that. And Mel goes, whatever happened to women supporting women? <laughs> <laughs> not even the uh, same thing no <laughs> women supporting women this show just tries so hard to jam these things in you got a point there with the demon that's that's a code you don't break whether you're good or evil because uh, as we saw with the demon mom they're they're women not girls yeah so, <laughs> women gotta be supporting women <laughs> 
Yeah, even the demons knew that. <laughs> Demon mom pops up after she says that. I hear you there, mm-hmm. woman. They team up with the evil side because they're like, well, the elders are dicks and the, the evil side wants to support women. So Also, the elders like rats and we're scared of them. <laughs> One part where a rat shows up and they all jump on a chair. Like, ah! like what? That was kind of funny. <laughs> like they got a demon chained up in their attic and they're like, oh no, a rat! It's made them seem stupid. <laughs> Don't show your monarchist side. <laughs> or I was just starting to like you. Ugh. <laughs> like, Can you not? <laughs> Beating up on Harry. He's both British and a man. He's fair game. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of this is about the exorcism of Angela. They have this whole big finale on the uh, the float where they're exorcising her and they got like the hip hop song playing. And she goes, your mother casts spells in hell. <laughs> Head spins around. I thought for sure, I didn't, I didn't see the thing with Trip coming like, he ran in and he like they were telegraphing something bad was going to happen. You see like mm-hmm. him like pulling up and then he gets his gun out and he comes in. I thought it was going to be like Night of the Living Dead ending. You know, like they save Angela and at the last second he comes in, fires and kills her. <laughs> like we saved her, but we didn't really save her kind of thing. Like a bummer ending. But instead mm-hmm. it was the most hilarious outcome, which he is hit with a really obvious prop pipe and just say- laying there. Yeah. <laughs> Seemingly unscathed, but also dead. I kind of liked on, on the parade float, that kind of backdrop, having the, the demon on the parade float exercising them to put them in a paint can. This is another thing where, like, Macy's got to do, like, a science explanation. Like, if we wear these gloves, we'll be okay. It's like, you don't have to, like, actually do a science thing for every spell. What about her scene with a Galvatron in this one? What do you think of that? well what didn't i think of that (laughs) sparks were flying romance was in the air uh it was boring as hell like all of their scenes are uh i got nothing we were just making fun of him the whole time (laughs) yeah i really like you macy yeah yeah (laughs) oh no i guess if you have like another schedule then that means you don't really want to date me if i say can you go out tonight and and you go i have a thing yeah yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I'm putting that demon in the paint can made me think of scene because we've just been watching a chilling adventures of Sabrina when they put that demon in like a mason jar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of thinking of that while we were watching this because we uh, just watched all of season one of Sabrina and... There were things that they did better than this. There were some things that that weren't quite so fun about it, but they had that. And when I was thinking of the bummer ending, Sabrina had quite a few bummer endings, you know, like (laughs) she didn't she didn't win sometimes. And I was thinking of that. And I was also thinking they had similar ideas that they utilized in a less hammer you over the head fashion, Mm -hmm. Uh, like the witch hunt parallels and they do have things about um, women supporting women in it that don't come off like, what happened to women supporting women? Yeah, it's more organic in the story rather than just, let's bring this up! Yeah, <laughs> and that's how it should be, um, especially with, like, Susie's character in particular. You know, they talk about, like, gender fluidity and, and supporting different types of women. 
So if they want to talk about these kind of issues, like that's the kind of narrative you want to do instead of just shoehorning it in in very awkward and weird places. <laughs> yeah. With Maggie, like when they're bringing up how dark things are and she's like, yeah, that's dark or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> like, what does, what'd she think any of this meant before? Like, <laughs> is she so with her head in the clouds? Like it never dawned on her that they're dealing with some serious stuff having entered this magic world and whatever. Like, Ooh, I can't believe dark things would happen. Like, oh, people are dying, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she... She is, um, she's an idiot, and she comes off pretty unlikable. They they continue the story with her and Peter Parker, <laughs> and uh, he shows up when they're about to perform the exorcism, so she's got to come up with an excuse to get him out of there, and she ends up kissing him, which yeah. she doesn't have to do to get him out of there, but clearly this is because of other unresolved feelings. It's not just because she's like, I need a distraction. Yeah, well, he was almost going to look over, which apparently the window of Possessed Girl was, like, right there. And then, oh, kiss! But yeah, it was, it was so stupid. She's still flirting with someone else's boyfriend. Like, that's yep. not women supporting women. <laughs> I think they're going against their message. <laughs> and he's a dick, too, for cheating on his girlfriend, so he's not off the hook, but... Uh-huh. I mean, stories like this are always so annoying because it's like, but you realize they're bad people, right? Yeah, it's awful people supporting awful people. <laughs> his, his like, inspirational story to her was really cracking me up, too. Like, he, she's having trouble studying and in classes, and she was saying she was only at the school because her mom was on the faculty, so she's having trouble academically, and he's been tutoring her. And mm. he's basically giving her a message about, you know, like, if you don't try, then you're not going to get anywhere. But he goes like, you know, when I was a kid, I wanted to play guitar, and I convinced myself that I couldn't play guitar, and that's what I became. A guitar. <laughs> like, what would the world do without another white guy playing guitar? Mm -hmm. That was a real loss for the world that Peter Parker didn't become yeah. a guitarist. Became what he hated the most. <laughs> a non-guitar playing guy. The episode ends with his face stuck on a guitar. Oh, <laughs> and then a pipe flies into him. <laughs> that would be the best outcome here. I really do not give a shit about Parker. Yeah. Loathsome character. Ugh. When they showed uh, Charity in... Was this supposed to be Elder World that she was in at the last scene with yeah, the bucket? Yeah, the, the Elder World office building. Yeah, it looked like they borrowed the supernatural heaven set, didn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, man, don't go this route. D don't emulate supernatural at this point. Yeah. Y do your own thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just had the set left over at the CW, you know? <laughs> we just need something for asshole divine powers <laughs> yeah i mean i guess it's better than being green screened on top of the golden gate bridge <laughs> yeah i mean i guess it's better than like cloud world too anything they used for it previously this might become a recurring segment on here i want to talk about some uh audience additions here audience corrections refreshers uh, last week we talked about the incel death the guy who was doing the podcast and how it was for no reason uh, apparently it was because he was a virgin and that's what the harbinger needed. So that was what was going on there. Good thing he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and your day was saved. 
<laughs> what I really wanted to talk about that episode was we talked about Macy's storyline. Uh, she brings up the fact that she went to a uh, boarding school that was mostly white people, and she was one of two people of color. And she had to decide what kind of person of color she was going to be. And that's why she decided to be that way. And we were kind of laughing about it. And uh, there were some responses in the comments from people who are people of color, who have grown up in situations like that or working environments or things like that. And they do kind of have to alter the way they act or feel like they have to alter to not be perceived a certain way. So I think that's what they were getting at with the Macy thing. And uh, I just felt it was important to mention it here because this is something outside of our experience. So if this is something that other people have experienced and it spoke to them, then uh, I'm glad that it was something that they included. Just wanted to make sure that it was noted. But enough of the serious stuff. Uh, <laughs> I want to do a fashion segment here. <laughs> I thought there was some uh, some good fashion here. <laughs> okay. Um. I thought Nico's outfit was pretty good with the checkered trench coat pants combo. I liked Galvin's shirt, and that's the only thing I liked about him. <laughs> Mel had a pinstripe jacket that was kind of a look, and um, Maggie had a Peter Pan coat going on through the whole thing. But I think the the highlight of the fashion segment, it was someone that you noticed in, uh, in Maggie's class. Oh, yeah, the Hufflepuff scarves. Yeah, you think, like... The Harry Potter people exist in this universe, but they don't want the, like, Charmed Witches to know about them. Yeah. Like, they look down on them. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a turf war, right? Between, like, the Harry Potter witches and the Charmed Witches. (laughs) (laughs) Stay off our turf, scum! First chance she gets Maggie's gonna run over to Hogwarts. She's like, please not Hufflepuff, please not Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff! (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Is there a sorority here? (laughs) I need to get into the sorority. (laughs) As a scientist, I can't get into Hogwarts. (laughs) Back off, we're scientists. Is Hogwarts about women supporting women? (laughs) I feel like there's too many white men in charge at Hogwarts. (laughs) Voldemort's another white man. To enter Hogwarts, you're going to have to sign your soul over to the devil in this book. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Most immediately, the Charmed Ones are like, this is great. Maggie just runs over and writes Macy and Mal. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have interior decorators at this school? (laughs) I felt it was better than last week. I thought they stepped up from that, and it was good that our heroes wanted to be heroes, and they put some personal stakes in there. Uh, I agree with you that it's disconnected. Like, I feel like they still have a little bit more meshing to do to figure out how the show is going to work from here on out. I feel like it's it's going in a good direction. Uh, the parts that made us laugh, like, were at least amusingly so. I didn't find myself annoyed with this one, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's all we have to say about this. Uh, if anyone wants to show their support for the show, just uh, give us a like, give us a comment, spread the word. That'd be great. We'll be back next week with uh, the next episode of Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. See you Charmanders around. <laughs> <laughs>